I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach, I got the cramps. <laughs> we were talking about load management. Charles Barkley came out and said the new CBA, mm-hmm. owners are going to come back and say, hey, you guys got to play more than what's going on here. I-, I do think it's become an issue, Mike, and players know. I think the, the owners know. But I also think if you're asking me how it affects the product, right, like night to night, how does it affect Mm. the product? Do we still see high-level NBA games? I'm going to tell you, yeah. But the problem becomes when you take your friends or your family to a game and the star from the opposing team is not there. Mike was talking about supporting the Wizards back in the day. (laughs) And, you know, you were going to these games because – the team that was coming in had the star power. Yeah, I, I don't know if Tom Gugliotta still lives here. I used to see him in the old days at the gym up in Buckhead, but Googs was on that team and, like, never nervous, Purvis Ellison. But I had, yes, back in the day, Bullet, then they were the Bullets. Bullets, yeah. And uh, you'd go because you we'd see I – mean, I can tell you, I remember I told Carl, I saw Barkley play with the son. Cedric Sabalas had a monster. Remember that name? Monster night. But every night, at least you knew, yeah, your team was dra- – I had tickets when it was Bimbo, Coles, and Ronnie Cycli with the Heat. Feet, yeah. And you were not going to see those. No disrespect, not going to see those guys. You were there to see the other dudes. And the other dudes in the 90s all played. The stars always played, even in the middle of a road trip on a grind, in, even in South Beach and even in D.C. Yeah, you, you, they took pride in it. That's part of this uh, the conversation we were having earlier. And a lot of guys are hitting us up at uh, Mike Bell ATL. Put them up, see Dukes. The other discussion we've been having today, guys, and uh, Harry Douglas is going to join us here in less than uh, 15 minutes to talk about NFL playoffs, AFC, NFC championship games, is Stetson Bennett's decision to not participate in the Senior Bowl. And it's funny, I had one guy hit me up, it's his life! <laughs> yes, we know that, sir. We understand. I don't want your life! <laughs> yes, we, we get that. But Stetson Bennett, okay, had told reporters last week that he was considering the opportunity to play in the Senior Bowl. And I was like, this is great. Good for him. He'll go, uh, maybe mm. increase his draft stock, Mike. And then to find out today that he's not going to participate. What? I don't like it. I, I don't. And it has nothing to do with his life. This has to do with what is Stetson Bennett going to be in the NFL if he gets an opportunity to be in the NFL? Is he going to be drafted? Maybe he goes undrafted. But if you're going to increase your chances – you got to be in front of the people who make those decisions. The Senior Bowl is one of those places. Right. So we talked about this it's earlier. It's still real to be damn. No, that's wrestling, please, sir. But, no, that's, <laughs> but that's, the, that's the thing with Stetson. Immediately, guys get in their back. As I said earlier, just for folks who missed, because I know there's different audience guys and they're stuck in traffic now. I don't care if he was on his phone during the parade. I don't give, I could care less. The man did amazing stuff for Georgia. And there's a lot of great guys that played great college ball mm-hmm. that didn't amount to a hill of beans in the NFL because it's – Different discipline. Sometimes it's the wrong fit as far as the team. So I would think expand your open your horizons, get out to the Senior Bowl, and you know sometimes guys practice and don't play. 
And that's fine if you're worried about getting banged up. But you, you interact with teams, teams that maybe they only saw you from a game. Yeah, you're going to see you at the pro day and all that. And there's the combine to further, you know, sort of fine-tune what people think of you, your metrics. But why, Carl, would you limit yourself a chance to maybe have a team fall in love with you? Mel Kuyper thinks he could, could be a third-rounder. So I'm just thinking, why not give yourself a chance to give another interaction with NFL personnel and improve your stock? That's all. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. But to me, I think it's a silly decision. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just know a lot of NFL personnel, part of their makeup, Mike, is I want to see him. Like, yeah, I can turn the tape on. I see what you did. It's impressive. I need to see you up close and personal. I need to talk to you, Mike. You know what? Because I heard, oh, oh, I heard you might have a little attitude. Let me talk to you. All those things make up what a team does as far as how they chart you, Mike, what they say about you, where you fall in the pecking order on the big whiteboard mm. where you go, yeah, we really like him, but how do they find out the but? That's up close and personal. That is not calling Kirby Smart and saying, Kirby, what do you, what do you think about this young man? Right. Kirby's going to tell you what he thinks, but these teams still have to have an evaluation of their own. And from that, I think this is a chance for Stetson Bennett to go improve his opportunity. With that said, We've been talking about it. Poll questions up at Dukes and Bell 929. A lot of people are voting, saying, um, you know, whether he was going to be picked or not. And it's funny because when I asked Chris to put this up, you know, I thought there might be more choices than just two. And Chris basically was like, no, there are really two choices here. (laughs) One, he's going to improve his his draft stock. Or, Mike, he's not. He wasn't going to be a high pick anyway. So does it matter? If you thought he was a fourth or fifth round pick going to the senior bowl, does it really help him in any way? And a lot of guys are saying that that's how they feel. They don't necessarily know if he goes to senior bowl unless he just wows right. everybody. Is he going to look better than Will Levis or some of these other quarterbacks that might be there? I don't know. But I think you, you get a chance to get out there. Everything I just mentioned, everything you've seen in the past. Like a guy, no, no one has the exposure like Stetson Bennett the fourth has right now. But Malik Willis was able to bankroll that into getting drafted where he was by by the Titans. I, I know that uh, initially he was listed as the 11th best quarterback coming out in the draft. You've got a chance to certainly solidify yourself as a day two draft pick. There's some guys out there. Like if you look at, depends on who you talk to. If Kuiper thinks he could be a third, do everything you can to be a third. I mean, it's all relative. Todd McShay might have a different other scouting services, other teams. But you've seen this before. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. Sometimes the teams, they get tunnel vision on Mike Mamulo. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. there's guys, you know, Rashid Hageman was a guy that they, that was an unfortunate byproduct of the Falcons, Carl, being at the Senior Bowl. Remember Dan Quinn wearing the jacket and the vest? The Sons of Anarchy Falcons for sure. patch. For sure. But, I mean, they were a team that... They, they fell in love with Rasheed Hageman, and he probably got drafted higher than he should have. So nothing else, you'd chance, a chance to make more money. Period. Uh, 56... Them hating me, me hating them. <laughs> We're aware, Stetson. Uh, 56% of the folks who have voted on the poll at Dukes and Bell 929 know he's going to be a low draft pick, period. 43% of the folks who have voted said, yeah, he could go and help his stock. So more people believe by him not going hmm. that it's not going to help him anyway, Mike, because these are all projections, as I've said. And you don't know what he's going to – he's not going to become a first-round pick by going to the Senior Bowl. That's what these people are saying. Now, that I agree with, but he could move up. Yeah, I just don't know why you would limit – I just don't – I mean, and two things. I don't understand why you wouldn't get out there. And then secondly, I understand why people are going bananas if somehow this is our Dukes and Bell are taking a shot. No, oh, no, that no. was steak. Steak took the show. We didn't take no. the shot. I'm kidding, steak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it just to me, it's good business. Don't it's, talk it's, to me. It's it's like a job fair, right? It's a get yourself out there, schmooze. Yeah. And again, if you don't want to play, guys have done the work in the senior bowl of the shrine and they decide not to play. That's fine too. All right.
You guys but again, you guys, get off of Stinson's back. Oh, he's an adult now. He's 25. He's going oh, to the pros. Now post. he's been an adult. We, <laughs> just, <laughs> we just didn't treat him as such because he yeah. had the George uniform And on. Carl asked me the question, and since again, we've got a different audience, unless you're listening to all five hours, if, in which case we say, God bless you. But Carl, some folks have said on social media, is there entitlement? I don't know. Maybe that's where the t- maybe that's why things got sideways with Munkin. Yeah. That I don't know. I don't. I've never been. To, I've driven through Blackshear. I don't know if the. I don't know if they're like the. The what was the family family on uh, Dallas? Whatever was that? Uh, Jr.'s family. The Ewings. Yeah. I don't know if they're the Ewings of Blackshear. I don't know. I do know that I've never met a fourth. All my friends are Tony or Tommy or Johnny or Dave. I don't have any forts in my life, but I can't speak to that. The kid was told he was too short, too untalented from Nick Saban to initially Kirby and Munkin. I love this guy's pluck. He's got a little bit of attitude. And I would continue to play the underdog role and get your ass to the senior bowl. Yeah, that's how I feel. All right, guys, go vote. It's Dukes and Bell coming up here. <laughs> you got any forts in your life? I'm a black man. No. Harry Douglas is on the way. Let's get to the top three. It's time for the top three at six. Top three at six. Now let's see what we have here. I'm being for real. Like, I, I don't know any fourths. Mm. Seriously, I know some juniors. Okay. I know some seconds, but I don't know like Jaquavius, Sean Jackson. The four. I don't know any fourths. So no. Um, and I'd be surprised if you do. But that's just me. That that's that's mm. my life. I don't know. Um, I've rarely ran into fourths that I have real relationships with. And you go, hey man, what's your name? Uh, yeah, I grew up with that guy. Oh, you know him? Yeah, he's the fourth. I don't yeah, know I've never, is. and I'm not trying to be uh, a wise enough, I've never, never met someone that was a fourth. No. Another way, and, for, and for those not following up in ball ground, we're meeting somebody, there was a senior, <laughs> a junior, a third, and then a fourth in yeah. the namesake of the father, the grandfather, et cetera, et cetera. All right, let's talk about what's going on. <laughs> not making fun of Noonan anymore. I live down there. I was going to say, you used to be Noonan. Uh, now you yeah. go away from that. Uh, Hawks win last night. They uh, get a chance to come home. They take on the Clippers on Saturday, guys. And the good news is we found a way to win last night. Mike, we've been talking about this game all day. At the end of the day, you found a way to get it done, right? right. That's all that matters. And listen, Trey had a good outing. I think it's cool that he passes Isaiah Thomas for the most 20-point, 10 games, uh, 10 assist games before the age of 25. That's a cool mm. milestone to reach. But Nate was talking about the defense in the second half, and I want you to hear this because we only, we only ultimately won by five points. Right. This is like a one-possession game, two-point game with literally 10 seconds to play, and we were able to you know, make the free throws and, and, and win the game. But Nate was talking about the adjustments with the defense made the difference. Just needed to do a better job of uh, you know, keeping the ball in front of us and coming to the ball, helping. Uh, we, we, we didn't play in our shift defense uh, the first half, and they were pretty much uh, just walking into the paint, walking to the basket. Okay. I don't know if we play enough defense. We didn't that play I feel, any defense last night. Well, I just the only defense with the two stops when SGA tried to go soft to the rack. I don't feel comfortable like we're going to be able to do what we need to do, Mike, as this thing progresses. We get past the trade deadline, whether we make a move or not, and you go, are we getting enough stops? We're not a great defensive team. The Jasper Probin Crux the third, <laughs> South Carolina State University. He's the third. But not a fourth. <laughs> well, I guess he has another one. There'll be a fourth. I mean, this is my point. <laughs> Wasn't there like a pterodactyl Jones or something? Always makes the key and peel again for those not familiar. That's key and peel from back in the day. Still funny as hell. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, what I, was it like? I, was it like John Smith BYU? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, base, like the basic names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only white guy at the end. It was like John Smith BYU. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we the Jasper Probing Crux the third, South Carolina State. 
The funniest part of that was the way they'd have like the, the side profile of the guy. They all looked different, too. They Some had hair, braids. It was just funny. It was just a funny bit, man. It was. All right. Um, th- we were talking about Stetson Bennett. All right. That's where that came from. It's Dukes and Bell. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know if we play enough. Defense. We gave up 132 last night, Mike. I mean, well, the Better Nets- teams. Are you beating the Sixers playing that way? Well, the Sixers and the Nets, they got in the 130, so I don't know. Maybe everyone's taking a day off in defense until they get to the All-Star break. But but this is the regular thing. And when we lose, that's this is an outlier game, to your point. It is. Usually, anytime we get over 125, bad things are happening. But the good news is... Let's look at the positive side. These guys came into our house, and SGA went off, didn't miss a shot practically, and they smoked us in the in the second half. And that you guys were able to hang hang hound your business. Although that trade turnover had me all kind of freaked out at the end. Dejounte with that huge mid range jumper. Yeah, he's been he's been knocking those down. I love his mid range game, um, which is something I think it's a lost start in the NBA. By the way, um, as we talk about the Hawks again, they get a chance to come home Saturday against the Clippers. We're going to talk some football with mm-hmm. HD Harry Douglas coming up here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game, real quick, guys. Recap of a couple of things that have gone on today. Steve Wilkes does not get the job in Carolina. Instead, they decide mm-hmm. to hire Frank Reich. And he was the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, right. the other uninspiring hire for me today, Mike, is the Jets deciding to go with Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Say what you want. Mm-hmm. Denver had the worst offense in the NFL this year, right. and now you just go up to the Jets and you got a new t- – I don't know how that yeah. happened. I mean, Russ, I mean, we said earlier, either he's going to say, well, guys, i got to be honest with you, Russell Wilson, nothing left in the tank. Not sure why they gave him $242 million. He looked like the biggest boob in the entire NFL with that uh, 64-yard field goal in week one against Seattle, and it was all downhill after that. And this guy, because it's so incestuous. That's why we talk about the hiring practices of the NFL, and a guy like that immediately gets a great gig. It's goofy. You know, a guy who should be fired, Kellen Moore, is uh, not so sure he's going to return. McCarthy heard he interviewed for another job, so maybe you think he's going to cut him loose in Dallas? I think I think that might be. Listen, it's the answer that gives you more leeway. You're not getting rid of, rid of Dak. It gives you more leeway to say, mm-hmm. hey, we're giving Dak some new resources as we move forward. Well, does this mean that McCarthy's going to drop the cheesesteak and actually do some coaching <laughs> with his quarterback? Because he's got a buffer. He's got an out. It's a good question. Coming up, Harry Douglas is going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on what he thinks Kansas City has to do. What do the Eagles have to do? What do the Bengals have to do? What do the 49ers have to do? Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. Jamar is Jamar. Jamar is some Lamar. This is Andrew. Two two thousand. Let's talk some football with our man. He's fam. Harry Douglas. He does Fitz and Harry twelve to three Eastern Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio. He's an ESPN analyst. Of course, he's been a part of ninety two nine the game, and you guys know him. He lives here in the A. Harry Douglas. It's good to talk with you, bro. Um, and congratulations on all the success. You're doing a great job. You're crushing yeah, it. So we love it. Um, let, let's talk about these games, man, because these games this this weekend are interesting. The AFC Championship game, if I would have told you this is a team that's going to go back into Kansas City and be able to beat Kansas City again, which is what we're possibly looking at, which would mean Joe Burrow will be 4-0 against the Chiefs here over the last, you know, 16 months or whatever it's been, it's almost incredible to believe that that could happen. But, Harry, I kind of believe that it might, considering what I've been seeing with the Bengals. I believe it 100%. And I'll tell you this, if – you're asking me what quarterback I'm going to take uh, 90% of the time. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes unless he's playing Joe Burrow, and that's the case this weekend. And just watching Joe Burrow from the quarterback position and how he keeps two hands on the football in the pocket, how he's a little bit more elusive than people give him credit for. But 
how quick he can dissect a defense and understand, you know what, I need to get to my check down right now so we have a positive play and not a negative play. But then the last thing, one of the things that you can't coach, one of the things that you can't build within a young man, he has that bravado. He has that it factor. He knows 100% he's that dude. And that's what separates him from a lot of other people. It is Harry Douglas, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline. I mean, swagger, attitude. He is like, you know, I hate when you compare a guy to Joe Montana, but he's all the things you said, he checks all the boxes. On the flip side, Patrick Mahomes can handle everything. But, I mean, Harry, you can't discount that injury, right? It just takes away some of the things that makes him so special. No, you can't. And I will say this, though. I think he's moving around a lot better than I thought he would be moving around for a high ankle sprain. Mm. But at the end of the day, being able to – like to dissect these things and understanding that I've had a high ankle sprain in my career and how I used to right before kickoff have to get dry needled up all the way up my shin and ah. through my calf muscles and try to loosen it up. I know all it takes is one kick to that ankle or one hit to that ankle and you might be back to square one. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes is going to figure it out. It's going to be on Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy to have that plan to figure out how to protect Patrick Mahomes and also his offensive line. They have to be phenomenal in this matchup as well. Harry, why has the Bengals' defense had success against the, the Chiefs' offense? Why, what is it that they do that limits the Kansas City offense? Because I think Lou Anarumo has done an amazing job calling the plays for them and, and scheming for the Chiefs specifically. I'll say, you know, when you look at teams like the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, those teams are predicated off of, you know, explosive plays and the big play. And when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes that can extend play, it can kind of get the best of you. But looking at Lou Anarumo and what he's been able to do the last few years versus quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, he's going to make those guys methodically work the football down the field. He's going to let you take those little easy shots, those little chippies, but can you sustain those drives for a long period of time? And I will also tell you, Patrick Mahomes hasn't had the best success in the fourth quarter going against a Lou Anarumo defense. So I'm trying to see in this ball game when the fourth quarter comes around, Will Patrick Mahomes be able to, you know, match Joe Burrow because he's been phenomenal in the fourth quarter of those games? Speaking of the matchups we were talking about earlier, is Harry Douglas, again, an elusive, explosive player in his own right. Are they going to miss Tariq Hill? I mean, he was in the game last year. I know they, they still beat him, but they, the wide receiver numbers don't pop. Obviously, Kelsey's leading all those numbers. Well, they don't pop, but I think Patrick Mahomes has done a great job, and he's probably going to win his second MVP hmm. uh, of his career. Uh, Going through all of his progressions and getting everyone the football, I think their tight uh, their tight end group is so dynamic. You got three guys that can, you know, you got Noah Gray, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Fortson. All three of those guys can make plays along with Juju Smith Schuster. You got Kadarius Tony now as well, and then you have uh, Valdez Scantling. You have so many different, you know, weapons to get the football to. And I didn't even mention the three headed monster that he got at the running back position. The addition of Pacheco and what he's meant to their offense, running the football and hitting the hole, getting downhill and being physical. But then you bring in a guy like McKinnon, who can be a matchup nightmare to a linebacker that's not able to cover him coming out of the backfield. Harry, let's shift gears, talk about the Eagles 49ers. It's Harry Douglas joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, guys. All right, so Brock Purdy's been perfect, right? Pretty much. Hadn't lost a game. He's done everything right. I think up until this weekend that will be the case because this Eagles defense is something that he hasn't seen. And I'm curious to know, what does Shanahan do? We know him very well here in Atlanta. We know how good he is. How does he try to protect his quarterback against this Eagles defense? 
Well, I went back and watched the game from 2021. These two teams played against one another in the San Francisco won 17 to 11. Literally, Kyle Shanahan in the first half of that game threw nine to 10 screen passes of various of different ways. So that's one of the ways. When you have a dynamic group that can rush the passer, um, how can you use their aggressiveness against them? Throw some screens. Also, I believe if the Eagles score points, that's going to put the San Francisco 49ers in a tight situation. So they're going to have to be able to sustain drives on third down, but you got to be able to stay in third and manageable, third and two and five, third and six. Because once you get into the third and seven plus and third and longs, now that defensive line can go sack the quarterback. We got to remember this, this Philadelphia defense, we talk so much about San Francisco and their defense. Right. Well, the second defense in the, in, in the National Football League was Philadelphia Eagles. It is Harry Douglas, guys. You hear him on ESPN. See him on TV. He's doing everything. You're here joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. We talked a lot this week about the tight ends. How do how does Philadelphia, that great defense, Harry, stop Kittle? Because Kittle seems to be the guy that has been a safety valve uh, for Purdy. Thank goodness they got C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. Mm. The way that young man has been able to, been able to play him. Guys, we know him. He was in New Orleans for forever, and – He's listed as a safety, but he's able to play the nickelback. He's able to blitz. And before he got hurt, he was leading the National Football League in interceptions. Now, going against Kittle, it's going to be a different animal because we all know how nasty he is in the run game, but we all know how elusive he can be and run after the catch in the pass game. I think it's going to be a chess match for John Gannon, who's the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, and I'm very close with He was at Louisville with me. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a chess match. I think the, the main thing for Philly – they have to stop the run effectively. It's a reason why they had to go out and get Linval Joseph and Adama Kinsue because they were struggling against the run. So that's the first, number one thing that the Eagles defense is going to have to do, stop the run game because we all know Kyle Shanahan is going to rush the football, and they're going to do it a various, a various of different ways, whether it's pre-snap motion, shifts, um, giving a lot of eye candy. So the discipline in the, in the eyes of the, of the Eagles defense are going to have to be intact. Harry, let's ask you a couple of things about some news notes of the day. Dan Quinn decides to stay in Dallas. Are you surprised, and are you more surprised that they haven't decided, Jerry specifically, not moving on from Mike McCarthy? Honestly, I'm not surprised. I look at that Cowboys defense and, you know, how they were able to play under Dan Quinn the last two seasons and previous to Dan Quinn going there, they were horrendous defensively. And you see the dramatic change. And I think one of the things that Dan Quinn has done a phenomenal job of, especially learning from being a head coach here, I thought when he was here, it was more so, okay, this is my defense. This is what we play. This is how we do things. Mm -hmm. Going over to Dallas, I think he's had the opportunity as a defensive coordinator to see, I got a player like Michael Parsons. He's versatile. He can do a lot of different things. I have a lockdown corner in Trayvon Diggs. So now it's, it's not more so about the defense that I run. It's, how can I put these guys in positions to be successful? And we've seen that against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their first playoff game and moving Michael Parsons all over the place to the point to where he couldn't be blocked and it was in the backfield all night. But I think it's a, a variety of different things he's been able to do within that defense in Dallas that has made him a better coach and something that he's learned from from when he was here in Atlanta. And, Harry, uh, we heard that Frank Wright got the job in Carolina. Not the most compelling hire, but, uh, you know, he did have some success with the Colts before it went south. That means probably Steve Wilkes will be out there. I'd love to get Steve Wilkes because we need a, a – Dirty Birds need a D.C. What do you think? Yeah, I love Steve Wilkes. And I, I also – I thought he was probably going to get the job 
Um, but they went with Frank Wright. And I don't mind them doing that. Here's the thing I'm, I'm wondering about Carolina is we've seen Frank Wright try to do it with the veteran quarterbacks when he was with the Colts. We also have seen David Tepper try to do it the last few years with the veteran quarterback in Carolina. That didn't work out. What route are they going to go when it comes to that position? Are they going to try to get another veteran in which their history in doing that is, isn't good on both no. ends? Or are they going to get a young guy and try to groom him? But I would love for Steve Wilkes to come here as a defensive coordinator uh, for, the, for the Atlanta Falcons. He did a phenomenal job. I thought he got a raw deal when he was the, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Right. And they hired Cliff Kingsbury. And next thing you know, Cliff Kingsbury's not there anymore. So <laughs> I think Steve Wilkes is a phenomenal coach and was able to play against him when he was in Carolina the first time around when I was playing and looking forward to seeing where he's going to be at next. Here, you think uh, Matt Ryan's done? You think he's done? Ooh, that's a tough one um, because I watched a lot of their games. I actually got to call their game against the Philadelphia Eagles this year with Steve Levy and Dan Graziano on ESPN Radio. So I was able to be a color analyst, so that was dope. And Matt Ryan actually didn't play bad in that game. And uh, I, th- I think it's up to him. I-, I just think when you look at the quarterback position now in the National Football League, I don't know if Tom Brady has too many years left either. I think the, the, the that position is kind of getting away from guys that aren't so mobile and – can be elusive and do things that way. Uh, but I will always cherish Matt Ryan. That's my class of 08 buddy, man. Uh, he changed this for, he saved this franchise mm. when it was in a bad spot and he meant so much to the city of Atlanta. So he's going to always get high praise from me. No doubt. Harry, continued success, man. Fitz and Harry, 12 to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. He's an analyst. Countdown to college game day as well. He's doing all the damn things, man. Appreciate you, bro, stopping by. Have a great weekend. No problem, fellas. You know how much y'all know how much I love y'all. How I feel about you too. No Sweet. doubt. Thanks, Harry. Love, love you man. too, man. HD Harry Douglas joining us. All right, Mike. We got to get to tonight's game winner. We had some fun early with food. Yeah, as Squidbilly likes to call them, fajitas. Uh, <laughs> Squidbilly says apparently you've uh, you got to hit a bonus at work of some sort, or maybe uh, you find some cash on the street on the way home. That's the only way he's ever going to be able to order fajitas. Apparently, it's a it's a, fajitas is the rich man's order when you go to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. So, what is your I only do this once a year or maybe once every six months. The one food item you consider splurging for. Could be any food. Okay. Could be, I don't know, a ribeye steak. Okay. Might be prime rib. Whatever the one thing that you say, this is it. Honey, I'm paying the bills and I'm paying the visa bill. And by God, I'm getting some prime rib tonight. (laughs) 404-741-0929. It's a big dinner out and you're going big. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dad, can we order the lobster tails? What do you think? We're made of money? <laughs> 404 7 Money doesn't grow on trees, kid. 7410929. That was our one meal. The one lobster dinner of the year was at the schooner in Freeport, New York, which, okay. by the way, is the home of Frank Reich, which all comes ties together. Is it really? But uh, yeah, that would be the seafood place on the nautical mile. So it's on the water. And the old man, that'd be the one place. All right. I mean, you can have one, one order of hush puppies only. <laughs> so, so the big ticket item, Squidbilly says fajitas are for the rich people out there. Who's up first tonight, Chris? The big ticket item when you go to dinner maybe once a year. Terry, hey, T, you're in the game, man. What you got? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey man. man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen, listen, my wife does not indulge in this, but once a year, I got to have a bowl of chitlins. Okay. They cost about forty-five. They cost about forty-five dollars a quarter pound now. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Price of chitlins has gone up. Eggs? Wow. Yeah. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea the price had gone up on chit- chitlins. Really? But I really didn't think chitlins was like you know gourmet. Well, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, Unless I, they are, I mean gourmet chitlins. I was gonna say my grandmother. We used to. They were cheap. <laughs> I, I don't remember her saying they were expensive. Okay. But nevertheless, right. not where I thought we'd start. But let's go to number two. I Who's agree. up next? Swede. Hey, Swede, the big ticket item you're ready to be the big shot for. Hey, man. Hey, it man. isn't the big ticket item, but it's my favorite food. Whenever I go to Louisiana, either Lafayette, uh, anywhere in that area, the Cajun area, it's got to be boudin and cracklins. Love them. Oh, boudin is good. good for you, but they're delicious. Nice. Boudin's good. Nice. I thought I was going to say etouffee. Boudin's oh, good. Etouffee. I know uh, Squidbilly, we've always loved you. I know you and I, whenever in New Orleans, you know, there's so many great places. This last time when I was down there with our buddy Brian Trustee, took me to the other side of the other side of the town. It was unbelievable to get some, uh, some good old-fashioned Southern Louisiana style. Yeah. But I will say this. I'd still love at the Etouffee. And I think, what was it? We had the um, Squid. When I, I had to ask our go for you. We were at, um, oh, the Steakhouse. Ja, Brennan's. The Dickie Doc. Brennan's. Yeah, yeah, it was Brennan's. It was Doc. Oh, foie gras. That's yeah. right. There you go. I had. I, I can't eat escargot. It was foie gras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. foie gras. And was, yeah. yeah, and I love foie. Remember one time they were protesting that foie up at the uh, the French restaurant up in Buckhead. Yeah, they didn't want to Peter serve people. it anymore. No, yeah. and I, people. I was like, screw you. People protesting. It's a goose. Who cares? It's gonna sprain the size of a tic tac. Tastes delicious. Who's up next, Chris? Rashad, big ticket item once a year. You're rolling. <laughs> You're gonna do it. What is? It? Big ticket item once a year is. Uh, the state, I forgot it, the house on uh, T Street, I get the uh, filet mignon with the bone marrow. 
There oh, you with go. The bone, marrow. bone marrow's good, man. Now we're cooking with what, gas. Yeah, which one is he talking about, though? I mean, there's a bunch. He said on Peachtree. I mean, there's a couple. Uh, I mean, you uh, can start, is he talking about SDK? You can start with STK and the bone marrow appetizer, yeah, which maybe, is fantastic. Yeah, maybe it is. That is a real good one. Chris, who's up next? That's all we got, what folks. What do you mean that's all we got? What do you mean? That's all we mean? got, what folks. What do you mean that's all we got? Four guys, and we started with chitlins. That's weak sauce. <laughs> you know what, Mike? Here's the problem. You forget that Dukes and Bell is a show for the people. No. We're not about the, the, the lavish and the elegant. We're about the meat and potatoes. Let's find out when John Chuckery's got a little extra coin in his back pocket. What's the big ticket item you'd go for in a restaurant? Maybe you take your daughter out and you want to go yeah, one night. You know what? A little splurge. Um, you know, probably like, well, I wouldn't take my daughter to a real high end steakhouse, but you know, like something like that, but you know, like celebrating my, you know, ex-wife's demise or something like that. (laughs) It's a big celebration. Like that would be like the big celebration (laughs) that that her and I would both go, you know, at that point if that happens. So, but anyway, what what do you got coming up, John? We got, uh, we'll talk some NBA with uh, Kurt Heelan. Uh, Eric Edholm will uh, join us, uh, talk some NFL and uh, NFL draft uh, too as well. Eric Solid, uh, man. We'll get into everything. So second night back. So we're. Um, How you feeling, by the way? How you feeling? Yeah, like I'm good. I mean, I'm just you know plugging right along. You sounded fine. You sounded yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, just trying to get back into the rhythm and the flow and everything like that. Staying up late, like right. You know, to eleven o'clock, like that's late for me. You know, <laughs> that's that's the that's the hardest part. It's not the speech and the brain deadness. It's just staying up to eleven o'clock at night. It's like, God yeah, dang, right. yeah, you've been going to bed at like seven. Yeah, yeah, like I've been like, you know, like eight nine o'clock. You know, I could roll into bed, watch a little TV, and then it's like, man, I got to stay up to eleven now. So, but no, you anyway, listen. Great. And, and by the way, I told the story years ago. There's a little radio station, Long Island, out there, and the guy was doing swap and shop. It was an FM mono signal, and the guy was sitting. He's like, you know. And up next, we have <clears throat> we have an armoire up for bid <clears throat> uh, from a lady in rip, rip, <clears throat> Riverhead. And then the record behind it was playing the music. And it eventually called. <clears throat> just going around and around. <laughs> yeah. With the needle. And to show you the ratings they had, nobody called the state police for like an hour. <laughs> now, did he? Did he? <laughs> really? God, expired. Wow. Jeez. Well, well, it's the way he wanted to go out. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> On the air. You know, On an FM motto station yeah, yeah, in a trailer in Riverhead, yeah, Long Island. I was going to say, you know, hookers and blow would be the you know ideal way, but, you know, anyway. <laughs> well, John is coming up. He's got a full show. Stay right there. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. You whack it right. You know, you can drive it 500 yards. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So, it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat. Sports Radio 92.9. <laughs> You know, he's such a ball of positivity. I figured that'd be a great way to send him off to his shift tonight. Uh, I don't know if it works, Mike. Hey, thanks to our guest today, uh, B-Mac, Brian McFadden. Also, we talked to Harry Douglas tomorrow, guys. We're going to go to Kansas City, talk to their sideline reporter, Josh Klingler. Uh, Hmm. We're going to head to Philly. We're going to talk to Chuck Smith. We're going to talk to Steve Coonan. we got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. And we are at one of our favorite places, Buckhead Mm. Butcher Shop, the new location in Buckhead. We're looking forward to uh, just bringing you all the goodness that is there. There's so much going on, and they carry Heyman L. Now, hey, hey. why do they carry Heyman L? Because now you have they have uh, drinks that they serve there, which is a whole other element of Buckhead Butcher Shop. But we'll get into that tomorrow. Make sure you're here at two o'clock. We can't wait to talk to Connor and all the wonderful folks over there at Buckhead Butcher Shop. All right.
Chris, great job as always. Turtle behind the glass. Bo Morgan, executive producing. Mm. Mike, let's get out of here, man, and head towards the weekend. Clear your throat. Hey, man, talking to some guys the last couple of days since the Scott Rowland information dropped about him going in the Hall of Fame with just 76% of the vote. Uh, I saw that Dave O'Brien said, hey, man, don't look at me. I voted for Dale Murphy, Andrew Jones, and Don Mattingly, three guys who already should be in the Hall of Fame before Scott Rowland gets there. The one thing, Carl, I got to tell you, if you're a Hall of Famer, you should always get a big chunk your first time your name comes up. This guy, the first time, six years ago, he got 10.2% of the vote. It's a shame that Scott Rowland gets his name dragged through this thing. It's more about the gatekeepers, the writers, who don't do the job the right way. They've got to streamline this process, and it's a bunch of guys that aren't in that should be. Who knows what it is? I call it the Hall of Meh. I don't know how you go into an interview and say, hey, I had the worst offense in the NFL. And, oh, by the way, we didn't score 31 time this year, but I want to make your offense the best in the league. That's what Nathaniel Hackett said, and it's the most uninspiring hire to date. I don't even know how Robert Sala can look Jets fans mm-hmm. in the face today and say, we're going to be better, regardless of who the quarterback's going to be. Robert Sala, no balls. Mm. Hey, if you love the show. You tell your friends. If you don't. Your owner's a Johnson. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.